Hello and welcome to Three Things with JR. I am JR, your podcast host. This is episode number two. Second thing. That's what we'll call it. Three Things the Podcast. Second thing. Season one, episode two. And I just wanted to thank everybody for all of the wonderful feedback we got on episode one. First thing. Uh, it was so wonderful to see your comments and read the reviews and see the five-star ratings. And uh, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm recording episode two the next day after I recorded episode one and uploaded it and didn't tell anybody. I haven't told a soul that this podcast exists yet. I'll be telling everybody once I have enough episodes out there so that you guys can stream and binge and get your fix of three things uh, without having to wait so long for the next episode. So I'd like to get a several recorded, then we'll get them out, uh, and then I'll tell everybody. Uh, so first and foremost, three things uh, from the past. Uh, again, this uh, the whole idea of three things is uh, back in 2017, uh, no, sorry, 2013, seven years ago, uh, I was uh, holed up in my man cave uh, late, late at night after watching YouTube videos and Netflix. Uh, should have go been going to bed, but wasn't. Staying up too late, and right before I would nod off to sleep in my chair in my man cave, I would type in three things that were on my mind before I fell asleep. And these are those three things. This is my second, my second version of three things uh, way back in 2013. Uh, and so these were the three things I was pondering as I was drifting off to sleep on August 9th, 2013. Number one, my favorite thing is to watch my daughter. I love to watch her learn things, challenge herself, smile, and prepare for living life on her terms. She's almost 17. This was, uh, as I didn't even realize at the time, uh, this was only going to increase uh, over the next few months uh, as a f about four, four or five months after this was written was when I separated from my wife and my daughter was sort of forced to uh, figure out her life a little bit faster. Uh, I waited till that long because I knew that she would be able to handle it and she proved me right. She had a plan. She sat her mother and me down one day and said, all right, guys, here's the deal. I have a plan. And she knew what college she wanted to go to. She knew what, wanted to, what she wanted to study, what she wanted to do with her life. And, uh, and she made it happen for the most part. Uh, things have changed for her since. Uh, she's uh, got a different plan now, but uh, she does have a plan. And she's uh, figuring life out for herself and always learning and growing. I installed a car stereo in her car the other day, not all by myself, but with her, it was so cool to watch her and work with her uh, as we tore the dash apart and installed a whole new stereo in her car that she bought and paid for all by herself. So I continue to be as proud as ever of Allison. She's no longer 17. She's now 23. So, all right. Number two from uh, from back in August uh, 2013. Number two. Bluegrass versions of very non-bluegrass songs are the coolest. Listening to Iron Horse cover Metallica's Unforgiven right now. Yeah, that was a good song. I, I loved it. I I've always loved songs uh, that were not bluegrass songs that were redone in bluegrass style. There was a whole run there for a while of a bunch of different bands doing that. Hazy Dixie, things like that. But my favorite of all of those has got to be Gin and Juice. 
Uh, I didn't even know it was a Snoop Dogg song. I was trying to figure out why these redneck bluegrass guys were talking about all the stuff they talk about in that song. And uh, and then I finally, someone told me, you know, that's a Snoop Dogg song, right? And then I heard it and I was like, oh, this makes a lot more sense as a Snoop Dogg song uh, than it does by the gourds. So, uh, so there you go. Number three. Removal of eye boogers is not as satisfying as the removal of nose boogers, but it's certainly a close second. Good night. So that was my three things way back then. That's still true now, by the way. It's good to get the eye boogers out, but it's still not quite as satisfying as getting a hold honker out of your honker. So, uh, yeah, I'm a nose picker from way back. All right. Uh, before we get to a brand new three things, here's a drum solo. Three things from today. Things that are on my mind now. It's not late at night. I'm not drifting off to sleep. Uh, I am wide awake. It's daytime out. I'm working at home uh, because of the whole coronavirus uh, quarantine thing. So I'm here at home. I've got a mic set up, recording into the computer. Three things that I'm thinking about right now. One, I'm a good driver. Yes, that's a cliched line from the movie Rain Man. However, in my case, it's true. I am a good driver, and uh, I have become as good a driver as I am because of all of the mistakes I've made driving, Uh, and I've made quite a few. Uh, My first crash ever was because I didn't realize that if you're going really fast and you go to turn from one street to another, doing a 90-degree turn, uh, and it's wet on the roads, uh, your front tires are not going to hold. They're going to slide, and you're going to go into a ditch. Thankfully, it's just a ditch uh, that I wrecked into. Uh, But yeah, I learned a lot about how cars handle uh, when you're going too fast around a curve that day. Uh, My second crash, I learned that uh, if somebody at the light uh, is in front of you and they're waving you on to go ahead, you should still check first to make sure there's no other cars coming before you go ahead and turn left. Uh, Because I did get uh, side swiped, uh, hit hit in the side, a Volvo hit the side of my 1980 Buick LeSabre, bashed in my two doors. Thankfully, everybody was okay. But uh, yeah, I learned a lot from those two crashes. Uh, And those are not the only two crashes. I've got a long list of uh, vehicle crashes. Uh, We're not going to detail all of them here, but uh, I learned at another crash uh, that, well, it's a good idea to get some sleep and not try to drive on no sleep. Uh, I found this out by pushing the levels to the extreme. The the lack of sleep was at an all-time high. Uh, I had been uh, up in D.C. going to a Bob Seger concert with my mom and some friends and my wife, Uh, And then we came all the way back, got back late at night. I had to be at the radio station. I used to work at 3WV here in Charlottesville. And I got back in time to run the board for this morning show, which uh, goes on the air at 6 a.m. So I had to be there about 5 a.m. So I got pretty much no sleep after seeing Bob Seger. Uh, Came home, a couple hours to get home, an hour to get to the studio. Ran the soundboard all day because the morning show was at the uh, at, a, at at Wintergreen uh, Ski Resort that day. So the uh, Max in the morning, he was up there do, talking live on the air while I ran the board back in the studio. So that happened from six to ten, 
and then the guys at the studio at the station were like, "Hey, Jr., you should come on up and go skiing for free because you're here with the radio station." So I took my wife and child, Chester, at the time, and we uh, we went up to Wintergreen and we skied all day. And then they said while we were there, "Hey, Jr., you're here." Um, the guy who was supposed to run the night shift is not going to be available. Is there any chance you can work 11 p.m. to, I think it was 5 or 6 a.m.? And uh, I was, of course, eager to please and uh, dis- completely disregarded what I know of uh, how much sleep we need. And I said, yep, sure thing. Uh, so uh, we went out to dinner after skiing and I went to the radio station uh, instead of going home and uh, I worked the overnight shift. I fell asleep several times during the overnight shift. I don't even remember what happened. I think I let some dead air on the radio. I think I played a whole CD instead of just one song, things like that. Uh, but I made it through, got out, uh, drove home and uh, I was hallucinating all of the way home. I was seeing things on the road that weren't there. Uh, I was passing like a gas station and I saw a Mack truck pulling out. So I slowed and got over into the next lane. And then when I got up there, no Mack truck. Uh, I was driving home uh, into my neighborhood and I thought I saw a guy pulling out uh, with his truck in a boat so I could go fishing or something. Uh, so again, I slowed down. got to let him get out. I get all the way up there. No truck, no boat, not happening. I was simply hallucinating these things. Uh, that's how bad it can be when you uh, do not get enough sleep, when you push it to the limits. Uh, and uh, I pushed it all the way to a tree about 100 yards from my driveway. That's how far I got. That's how close I came to safely making it home. Uh, I didn't. I totaled my car. It was my only uh, one and only ever brand new car that I've ever owned. It was a 1993 Chevy Cavalier. I loved that car. I crashed it into a tree because I did not get enough sleep, and uh, it died. And I have always been bummed ever since. Never bought a brand new car since then. So I learned a lot that day. Don't try to drive on way too little sleep. Don't do it. Uh, Because I've learned all these things, that's how I know I'm a really good driver. I don't do those things anymore. Uh, Let's see. What's next? Hamilton. Thing number two is always something about pop culture, and Hamilton is top of mind right now. Uh, Ever since I became aware of the uh, Broadway musical Hamilton, I've been somewhat obsessed. I know all the words to all the songs, uh, and I love playing them at top volume Uh in my truck uh, on a fairly regular basis. Uh, absolutely love it. Been to see it twice. I never got to see it with the original cast. I would love to have done that, but uh, I was into it too late and just couldn't afford the incredibly expensive tickets to see it live in uh, New York with the original cast. Uh, and my, my girlfriend Kiki did get us uh, tickets to go see it uh, two summers ago, which was amazing. And then this last winter, uh, Kiki and I went again with some friends to see it uh, at the Altria Theater in Richmond. So I've seen the live show twice, and it's amazing every time. Uh, I am so looking forward to when they release the uh, video uh, recording, the movie, Uh, the full-length version of the Broadway original cast show uh, in movie theaters. Uh, Absolutely looking forward to that. Cannot wait. Um, So what actually got me thinking about this today was uh, during this quarantine, all these different celebrities are doing their own uh, internet shows and podcasts and things. And John Krasinski uh, from The Office, from Jack Ryan, has done a show now. He's done two episodes called Some Good News. 
And in episode two, he uh, met up with a, uh, a young girl over Zoom, over the internet, uh, who was a huge fan of Hamilton and was really bummed that the, uh, the COVID-19 crisis uh, has canceled her trip that her mom had planned for her and her mom to go to New York to see Hamilton. She was super bummed. She tweeted about it or something, and John Krasinski got uh, made aware, and somehow... He was able to get Lin-Manuel Miranda and the entire cast of Hamilton, the original Broadway cast, to uh, to get on Zoom and to perform the opening song to Hamilton, Alexander Hamilton, right there on Zoom for this young girl at her house uh, watching on her computer. And to see that happen, to see the look on that little girl's face, and to see the actual original cast singing that song I know every subtle nuance of, uh, literally put me in tears. I was bawling. I was crying. I was so emotionally moved by that. I just couldn't stop myself. It was amazing. So, uh, check out episode two of John Krasinski's, uh, some good news. Uh, it just came out yesterday, Sunday, April 5th, 2020. Uh, and last but not least, the third thing, Shoes. When I was growing up uh, and in high school, uh, a lot of people were obsessed with shoes. Uh, they at least thought about them. I tried to think as little about shoes as possible. I wanted one pair of shoes that would fit for all circumstances. I wanted to be able to wear the same pair of shoes to school, to gym class, uh, to go out and play with friends, to go ride bikes, to go drive my car, to go do anything. I wanted one pair of shoes. And so I always went with uh, sort of a nice dark brown Nike high tops, almost like a hiking boot, but not quite. So it looked somewhat nice and refined so I could wear it to a more formal event. But then I could also go running around and doing things as well. So one pair of shoes was all I ever needed in high school. I have uh, completely one, done a 180 on that. And I now have about 25 pairs of shoes sitting in a, a big rack next to my bed. And I wear them regularly. I've got four or five different pairs of boots, several different pairs of dress shoes, uh, several different sneakers, running shoes, uh, flip-flops, uh, slippers, uh, and everything in between. I absolutely love shoes. I love buying shoes and trying them on and wearing them, uh, and uh, it's amazing. And I always think back uh, to what my grandmother said when, uh, when she observed me wearing the same pair of shoes every single day, she said, she told me that it was actually a bad idea. It was bad for your feet to do that, that you should wear different shoes each day. Not that you need to have a hundred pairs of shoes, but you should change it up. You should not wear the same shoes day after day after day. You should change it up because your feet will breathe. They'll, uh, they'll, uh, they'll be healthier. They'll smell better. Your shoes will last longer. And boy, was she right. Having a bunch of different pairs of shoes to choose from is the way to go. I think Amelda Marcos was really onto something there. All right, that's it. That's uh, that's the second thing. Second thing, episode uh, three things, episode two, second thing in the books. Time for a drum solo. <laughs> 